The Healthy Charleston podcast is brought to you by Made to Move Physical Therapy. Made to Move Physical Therapy specializes in helping you get out of pain and get back to doing what you love. We offer relationship-oriented, one-on-one, individualized care to all of our clients, and we believe in putting the patient's needs first. If you'd like to work with me or any of our other physical therapists at Made to Move, check out the link in the show notes and get 10% off of your first session. We have locations throughout Charleston, Mount Pleasant, West Ashley, Somerville, and Daniel Island. Don't waste another day stuck in your pain. Follow the link and schedule an appointment today. Welcome to the Healthy Charleston Podcast, where we help you take ownership of your health and fitness. My name is Hannah, and I am here to be your source of accurate health and fitness information while spreading awareness about all of the different health and fitness resources available to you in the Charleston area. Be sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. I hope you enjoy the show. What's up? Welcome back to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. This is your host, Hannah. And this episode is for parents of youth athletes, especially parents whose kids are struggling with pain or an injury. And if you're listening to this and you're not a parent of a youth athlete, this lesson still definitely applies to anyone dealing with an injury or pain who's not sure what to do, and also any coaches or healthcare providers that work a lot with youth athletes. So let me start by saying that You should always find a healthcare professional and rehab provider that will help you do your sport, your workout, your activity, whatever form of exercise you enjoy, and won't tell you to stop for the sake of stopping. So this is not saying that it's okay for a healthcare provider to tell you, you know, don't do that, it's bad for you, and then proceed to tell you to stop playing soccer or stop running. In that case, find another provider. This episode is about youth athletes who are dealing with an injury who don't do the proper rehab because they're nervous that taking any time off, resting or modifying practice or playtime will cause them to forget how to play soccer and get cut from the team. And that may seem drastic, but we talk to parents about this all the time. We just talked to a parent last week whose kid had been dealing with knee pain for six months, and they were really reluctant to send him to PT because they were nervous that going to PT would mean that he'd have to take a bunch of time off and that taking a bunch of time off would just hurt his performance and that he didn't have any time to rest and really didn't have time or didn't want to properly rehab. To give you some backstory, he'd been dealing with knee pain for six months It was hurting with practice and after practice. It was hurting with games, going up and down stairs, sitting down in a chair. This kid is like, I don't know, older middle school, young high school age. But they were hesitant to schedule an appointment with PT to address his knee pain. And you may be thinking what I was thinking. I was, you know, this is a little upsetting. But like ultimately, like we get it. These are valid concerns. It's unfortunate that you know, maybe the healthcare industry or the rehab industry has this stigma that people are going to tell you, oh, just quit or like just take time off. It's also unfortunate the way that maybe as athletes or as just humans in general, we negatively view rest and taking time off. But these are valid concerns because no one wants to take time off from the sport that they love. And the goal of rehab is that so you don't have to take time off so that you can play your sport in the best way. 
But however, as physical therapist and sports rehab specialist, I have to say that a few weeks modifying practice now while you do the proper rehab is better than having to take a few months off later. Because what matters most at the end of the day is your long-term health and your kids' long-term health. And the things that you do or don't do in the next couple of weeks or months will make a huge difference down the road. I know a lot of people are hesitant to go to PT or sports rehab and address their injury because they're nervous that they'll be told to take a bunch of time off and that they'll actually end up getting worse. Or some people are nervous that they'll lose their spot on the team. I know when I was a freshman in high school, I got mono for a really long time. It was tough. And I was trying to play club in the fall and was having a hard time. And so when I went to my high school coach, she basically told me, she said, if you can't play club, don't even bother coming back. And I was like, okay, well, you obviously don't have my best interest in mind. Every time I would play, I would get sick again. That's a a whole other story. But also, like, I see still parents and coaches now urging their kid to push through the pain and, oh, it's just pain. Like, you'll be fine. And if you can't play club, don't bother coming back. I get that we want people to continue working on their sport and we want people to put their sport first if they really care, but also, like... I was a kid. I wasn't going to college to play volleyball. I definitely wasn't going to play pro. And what was important in that moment is for my coach to support me and for me to do what was best for my long-term health. And like, I never played volleyball again. I ended up quitting because she gave me such a you know bad experience and put the fear of God in me that if I wasn't able to play club, I wasn't going to be able to make the high school team. I just decided to give up. And that's how I ultimately found uh, working out. And then I, I tried soccer for a year. I wasn't very good at that. But just a short story of uh, how I've experienced it. And this fear of going to PT or, or rehab is also super common even among elite athletes. I talked to someone a few months ago who played um, soccer for a team around here, like a, a big team. And when he was injured and just like all of his teammates, they always tried to hide it because being injured meant that you weren't going to practice as much because you were going to go to PT and it meant that you weren't going to play as much. And like they were there to play. And I totally get that. But it, it started becoming very negative where all these people would have these really bad injuries Um, And then you just, you put yourself in a compromising position and you're probably making the problem worse um, because we're kind of afraid to do what's right in the moment. Um, So you're not alone if you feel like that. But what really sucks about this fear is that it prevents people from doing what's going to be best for them in the long run. And like, that's probably such a common, you know, problem that we have just in our society anyway. Like we're so afraid of doing the right thing that we actually end up doing the wrong thing. And we work with a lot of youth athletes. And so here's what we recommend to our athletes and their parents. And this is a conversation that, you know, we have with athletes and their parents. This is, if you're listening, if you're a parent or a coach, um, maybe a conversation that you need to have with someone on your team or another parent or another coach. And then also if you're listening as a healthcare provider, like these conversations are kind of tough. Like they're not the most fun thing, but it is important to be able to have these conversations. And so this is an example of of how we'd have that conversation. So we know that taking a couple weeks off is not what you want, but we'd rather take a little time off now than have to take off months in the future. 
So temporarily, we'd recommend modifying practice and overall volume, and we'll help you do that. Again, it's just temporary. While we do the right things here in rehab and in PT to get you healthy and get you back to your sport in the best and safest way possible so that we can prevent future injuries and also make you a better, stronger, and more durable athlete. So really just, I want to emphasize like by doing the right things now, you'll save yourself time later. And here's two scenarios I like to kind of walk people through so that they can really understand where we're coming from because ultimately we have their best interest in mind. So maybe you're a parent, maybe you're a youth athlete, maybe you're someone just dealing with an injury. Picture this. For the next six months, you keep playing, you fully participate in practice, even though your knee hurts, you just push through the pain, you kind of keep doing what you're doing, and here's what could happen. Your pain might get so bad that you consciously or maybe subconsciously without really realizing it, you offload and avoid using that injured leg. So you're not using that, let's say it's your left leg. You're not using the left leg as much. So you're overloading your right leg. And so now we might see a problem of potential weakness on the left side, the injured side. And then maybe you might start to experience some pain from too much load on the other side. So because of the pain, you might start to play and move differently and land differently, maybe even landing in compromising positions because you're trying to avoid pain which could lead to a more severe injury that will force you to take lots of time off. And we'll talk about that at the end. Because of the pain, you can't perform as well as you want to. And by the time we're having this conversation, most people are not performing the way that they want to because of pain. So if you're not performing as well as you want to, you might not get to play as often, and you might not get as much out of practice and your skill work and your conditioning because of the pain. So you're kind of like blunting your ability to improve um, as an athlete. And because of your knee hurts so bad, you probably don't enjoy soccer as much and you might start to resent it and not like it and ultimately consider quitting the sport that you love so much. So by ignoring this problem and pushing through pain, we have kicked the can down the road and we might have even run into more severe problems and injuries. So that's six months, six months of dealing with all that, six months of frustrating pain later. We're back where we started, got to call PT again, haven't made any improvements, and now you've decided to start doing something about it, but you're in a much bigger deficit now. The hole that we've dug is much bigger. And that's six months of just like frustration. And that's like six months of your life of not enjoying soccer, of not enjoying running, of not enjoying CrossFit, um, because potentially you've put off dealing with this. Scenario two, you schedule an appointment for an assessment to get to the root of what's been going on under the guidance of your PT. You modify practice and playing temporarily while you're doing the right things in rehab to help the pain and irritated tissues calm down. So while you're limited from sports, you're doing the work in PT to build up your knees tolerance and capacity for soccer so you're not just fully resting. We usually don't recommend fully resting. It's not really about resting. It's about offloading the injured tissues so that they can heal and recover while we place intentional stress on the area to protect it, heal it in the way that we want it to heal. And eventually once we're ready, expose it to the demands of your sport workout activity so that those new healed tissues are prepared for those demands. This is why taking time off is 
It's people's biggest fear, but it's never really the full solution because taking time off without adding in the intentional work is only going to make you weaker and decondition. I'm sure you've done it. We've all done it. Something hurts, you're injured, you take a couple weeks off, and then you just go right back into what you were doing before. You Then you get into this annoying cycle. You probably feel worse because now you're weaker, deconditioned. So we're not just going to suggest resting a couple weeks and then returning to your sport. One of the worst things that you can do, and it just puts people in a really frustrating cycle of resting back to their sport. Now they're a little bit weaker. And then so then they rest, they get weaker, back to their sport. And then again, like digging a much bigger hole. So while you're limited from your sport or activity, you're going to be working on things, your range of motion, your strength, your power production, force absorption, your knees tolerance and capacity for loading, deceleration, agility, and you'll be told ideally how to keep progressing. So in this scenario, you start feeling better in a couple weeks. You're already able to get back to, to playing and practicing again. Your PT helps you know what to modify, modify things at practice so that you can keep participating without irritating your knee. And again, at the same time, you're doing the right exercises and movements to continue working on your knee. So sooner than you realize, you're back to practicing, playing, and performing at your best. Six months later, six months, you've completely healed, you've built up a ton of strength, improved your performance, and you're better stronger and more durable than before. And you didn't even have to take that much time off. So one, which path would you choose? That's pretty obvious. Two, was the time off worth it? And really like in a lot of cases with working, especially with youth athletes in this scenario, there's not really that much time off and kids are pretty resilient. Once you you know give them the right environment and give them the right tools and you have them do the right things, it really, in a lot of cases, in some more minor cases, it doesn't take that much time to get them back to playing without pain and feeling even better and putting that problem in the past. Like six months um, is a pretty good amount of time and you can make a lot of progress in six months or you can dig yourself a really deep hole in six months. So if you're a parent of an injured athlete or you're someone listening, dealing with their own injury, here's what this means. Take the necessary steps now to get better so that you don't run into bigger problems later. Here's the thing. Again, it's really actually pretty rare that we tell people to completely take time off from their sport. It's usually a combination of modifying activities in the meantime while we do the right things here in rehab to properly heal and and build up the injured tissues. But people are so afraid and so hesitant to take the time off And like, I get it. Like it took me literally months to schedule a dentist appointment and like a primary care appointment. It just, it wasn't a priority, but also those things weren't hurting me. But if the pain of change is more than the pain of staying the same, we as humans will not change. So people are, they're so afraid of taking time off and addressing the injury because they think that that pain is higher because they're not thinking about what if I keep dealing with this down the road? What if I keep dealing with this in six months? What if this hasn't gone away on its own? The pain of that is definitely much bigger than the pain of taking an action now. So don't put this off for so long that the problem is so bad that you're forced to take time off. For example, I mentioned you know a more severe injury earlier. We work with a lot of athletes for ACL rehab. And ACL rehab is, is tough, it's long, and because a lot of the factors for ACL rehab 
involve, especially for females, involve a lack of strength and a lack of neuromuscular control and coordination. So by the time someone has come to you for rehab, for their ACL tear, they were already in a deficit. That deficit contributed to their injury. Then they had to take time off because of their injury. So now they're in a bigger pole. And then potentially most people at this time have had surgery. So now we've dug ourselves into an even deeper hole. And so a lot of ACL rehab is just getting you out of the hole and just getting you out of the deficit. But that, and that takes months. And then where the real work begins is getting as, as far up the mountain as possible, as far away from the hole as possible. We say this all the time, but we don't want to just get you back to where you were before, you know, at your pre-injury self, because at your pre-injury self, you got injured, you were susceptible to injury. So if all we do is we get this young female athlete back to her pre-injury level, well, we know based on the risk factors and the nature of this injury that that pre-injury level was susceptible and was at a deficit. And so not only during ACL rehab do we want to help heal the injury, of course, and the, and the tissues and probably the new graft, we also, in order to make this a long-term solution, we have to get you up the mountain. We have to build you up into a much stronger, more durable, more prepared athlete. And that kind of rehab is long. And that kind of rehab is one that you want to avoid. Because right now, this knee pain might cause you to take two weeks off, maybe four, maybe. Again, kids are resilient. But ACL rehab, in some cases, start to finish. Granted, like you're, you're probably starting to introduce playing again around like nine months. But start to finish could be up to a year of not playing your sport at full force because you're having to rehab an injury. And I do think there's a lot of good that can come out of ACL rehab. I think that it can be a catalyst to make athletes get stronger and get better and kind of face those weaknesses. Most people want to avoid that. Most people want to avoid having, you know, nine months to a year of, of PT. We get it. Some of the most frustrating injuries that, that we see are even from people that got injured as a, as a youth athlete years ago, and they didn't do the right things for it. And years later, they're having a hard time because they're still in pain. They can't be as active. They can't exercise, especially we see this a lot with, with previous ACL injuries. So they're having a hard time because of this old injury or chronic pain that they potentially didn't do the right things for. So it's just so important to think five years down the road, 10 years down the road, how are my decisions now? And like, maybe that's the most boring, but like as a healthcare provider, like you got to expect that from us. <laughs> you have to think about how the decisions you make now are going to affect negatively or positively your health in five years and 10 years and 15 years. So all that to say, if you've been putting this off, if your kid is really reluctant or nervous to go to PT, real talk for a second, your kid doesn't want to stop playing and they don't understand why they should. And it's not really their responsibility to, it's your job and your responsibility, maybe as a parent, maybe as a coach, maybe as a healthcare provider to help the person in front of you do the right things that are going to help them be healthy in the long term, in two years, in five years, in 10 years. Because like you could be so worried about this knee pain now that you're like, mm, I don't want to do anything about it. I'll deal with it for another six months. But if you did the right things in a month, you could be feeling so much better. So like what is six months of not feeling better, of frustration, of not playing your sport, of not enjoying soccer versus a month of maybe a month of taking some time off? Ultimately, again, what matters is your long-term health. The things you do or don't do in the next couple of weeks or months can make a huge difference down the road. 
And again, this all kind of sparked. This is a conversation we have a lot with just like parents who don't know what to do and kids who don't want to stop playing. But when you have this conversation with them, it does help them understand, okay, like I need to, I need to put this first now um, so that I can feel a lot better later. And there's many cases of kids who take a couple of weeks off, maybe. I don't even know if it's a couple of weeks. It's more just like modifying um, or like not playing as much. And then they end up so much better in the long run. So thanks for listening. Uh, you know what they say, when you when you need to vent, you just make a podcast, right? No, just kidding. I did think this would be a valuable lesson for a lot of our listeners. Please subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Please follow us on Instagram at Healthy Charleston. Otherwise, have a great week.